Before we get started, a brief reminder that any and all opinions and views shared by hosts and guests on this podcast are the speaker's own and do not represent the views of Primal Kitchen or its affiliates or parent company. What's the worst thing you guys have ever done for your own health? Before I got into this world, I think it was like the cravings we all have to like splurge and eat out and maybe eat richer. But now like once you adopt a healthier practice, that stuff actually doesn't even make you feel good anymore. The other thing that's like not talked about, we all have it. Like I have exorbitant amounts of stress. Like I pretty much take it from my family, from work. Like I feel like those things weigh on me maybe more than other people can deflect. And so learning ways to manage stress, it's probably one of the most toxic things to your body, right? That's when I kind of went even deeper into functional medicine, mental health and your stress levels. It all plays a huge role yeah. in your vitality. Hello, everyone. I'm Morgan, co-founder of Primal Kitchen and host of the Primal Kitchen podcast. In this episode, we're chatting with We Natal co-founders, Ronit Menashe and Vida Del Rahim. We Natal is a prenatal supplement company intentionally designed for both men and women and aims to change the narrative surrounding fertility and pregnancy, shifting the focus from me to we. These ladies were inspired to create We Natal from personal experience, and their goal is to help people navigate the increasingly complex and stressful world of preconception. Join us as they educate us on preconception help for both men and women and how We Natal can help you on your journey. Before we get started, a brief reminder that any and all opinions and views shared by hosts and guests on this podcast are the speaker's own and do not represent the view of Primal Kitchen or its affiliates or parent company. Hello, ladies. How are you? Hello. We're good. It's so nice to be here. So nice to talk to you. Yeah, I'm pumped. I um, Everyone who listens to this, I feel like knows, but I'm a mom of three boys. So this is like a subject near and dear to my heart. I have been exclusively breastfeeding or pregnant for like five and a half years. I'm like, I have a 14 month old and I'm ready to be moving on past the breastfeeding and pregnant phase of my life. But so anyway, I'm very familiar with the space you're in. So give me the lowdown. How did you guys meet? How'd you found this company? What's the story? Yeah, it's a fun one. We met 15 years ago in our corporate career at Nike. Um, you know, lived in LA together, had a blast. And it wasn't actually, you know, we were fast friends and we always knew maybe we want to get in business together, but always just thought it would be in marketing or business or brand because that's where our backgrounds were. And it wasn't until early 2020, we both experienced pregnancy loss and miscarriages a week apart, not even knowing the other one was pregnant. And it drove us to go down this massive rabbit hole of research Ronit was working alongside Dr. Mark Hyman at the time. And really, we were just given such lame, dismissive answers by most people and most doctors. Just It just happens. You're one in four. Keep trying. There's nothing you can do. And Ronit and her functional medicine background was just like, no, there's got to be more to this story. And so after you know crazy amounts of research on what women can do to improve egg quality, again, us thinking it was all us, she uncovered all this research about men being 50% equation, men being able to so easily improve their sperm with antioxidants and nutrients. And she called me with this crazy aha, like, why is nobody talking about this? We need to start a men's prenatal. And that led to like three years of partnering with some of the best doctors and medical and wellness experts to say, what does that look like? And so our initial concept was a men's prenatal because no one was talking about this world of men joining the preconception journey and then uncovering our own, you know, pregnancy and fertility stories, we realized the women's market while saturated and there is a ton of prenatals out there, most of them were over promising and under delivering. And there was a time, there was now the time to reinvent 
both partners and reinvent the game and shift the gender paradigms a little. And that's what led to Wing Adel. I love it. It's so genius because there is so much men can do for fertility. And like they're, you know, they say like, oh, women, you're kind of like are where you are, which I don't think is fully true either. But there's like, I feel like there is even more men can do and and like men have no idea. Women are just at the fertility clinics. It's not until like the very end of the journey that men get involved. Uh, We um, had... I had like maybe one miscarriage of chemical pregnancy, like super early, I guess they call it, um, like in the first week. But before we con- conceived with my first, took us a year to get pregnant. I had like her- a terrible OBGYN experience. Like this woman told me I was never going to be able to have kids. I cried for like two months, yeah. went straight to, the- she like did it for the folks listening. She was just a regular OB. She did a, um, an ultrasound on like day three or whatever they do. And I can't remember. And just looked at my eggs one point in my cycle, had no blood work, nothing else. And was like, I don't think I can help you. Like you're going to need to, I don't know if you're ever going to have kids. What's going on with your thyroid? Like it was terrible. So I ran thankfully like straight to the fertility clinic and they were like, hold up, like let's test Adam. Let's test you. Like we had no issues on the sperm side, but on and on mine either, there really wasn't anything they could tell. I ended up having to do an IUI with Clomid in the second month we were pregnant. So it was kind of a non-issue, but just going through that experience, I just learned a lot about how much more we could be doing. And fertility seems to be like such a growing issue. Am I, am I right? I don't know. It really is. You know, when we, we went through it personally, um, but then the more we talked about it, the more we realized that so many people around us were experiencing issues with infertility and um, miscarriages. But really when we started to work on We Natal in early 2020, it was one in eight couples were experiencing infertility. In April of this year, the World Health Organization released information saying that one in six couples are suffering from infertility and that this issue doesn't discriminate. No matter where you are globally, low income, high income, one in six people will experience infertility. As far as miscarriages go, um, one in four and that number increases, one in four pregnancies. So about 10% of women will experience a miscarriage throughout her life. And then, you know, going back to this issue of sperm and men being obviously 50% of the equation. And by the way, when we tell people it's 50% of the equation, 50% of miscarriages, they're like, oh my God, of course, like how, how, how have we never thought of that? Um, And so it completely makes sense, right? But there is a lot of articles lately coming out on this spermageddon, right? So sperm being on the decline, a man today has 50% less sperm in comparison to his grandfather. And basically since the 70s, sperm has been declining, sperm, um, uh, uh, quantity has been declining by 1% each year, but since 2000, it's been declining um, 2.6%. So something is going on um, and there's definitely an environment, a crisis that's happening. Another stat that is crazy to think about, women in their 20s today have um, the fertility of basically their grandmothers when they were 35. So fertility is declining both for men, both for women, but there is so much that we could do about it, right? Similar to chronic disease, where it's not um, 
it's not a death sentence, you know, that's, you, you, there's so much that you could do with diet and lifestyle to improve fertility. And it's so important because what is more evolutionary um, important than the ability to conceive and have babies? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I have to ask, cause I'm curious, but what were you doing for Mark Hyman? Um, I did so many jobs with Mark. I started off overseeing operations for his private practice, the Ultra Wellness Center. Oh, cool. And then I worked on his brand, Hyman Digital, um, everything from social partnerships, podcast ads. Um, and my last two big projects were his um, launching his last two books, Food, What the Heck Should I Cook? and Food Fix. Cool. And were such fun books to launch. And I learned so much from him and from Drew, his business, business yeah, partner. Yeah, we know them. They, He was invested in Primal Kitchen. So we're like brand friends with him and I know Drew well. Um, anyway, and I don't know him well, but I know him. So very cool. And I'm sure the listeners know Dr. Mark Hyman. So I, I'm sure I wasn't the only one who had that question. Okay. So you guys both experiencing these miscarriages. And then what do you change personally in your own lives for the next go around? Oh, well, we basically, as Vita mentioned, we had access to all of these amazing functional medicine doctors and dietitians because of my relationship with Dr. Hyman. And so essentially the first thing we did was put our husbands on a high dose antioxidant um, regimen um, that included CoQ10, NAC, vitamin C, vitamin E, vitamin A, um, omega-3s. Um, and, you know, we had to piece these together from supplements. There was not like just yeah. one, one thing. Right. So, um, our amazing husbands took like, I don't know, 12 pills of like this concoction that we created for them. Um, and you know, on our end, I think, I don't know if you did anything like with your thyroid more. I did. Yeah, I experienced one pregnancy loss prior to the one we had a week apart. And so I think that was the time Roni actually told me, you need to check your thyroid. I mean, you know, the first one you have before kids, you're like, will I ever have kids? Similar to your experience, totally. Morgan. Yeah. It was the most devastating. And I was past the first trimester. And I literally Ugh. went through six months of like, what did I do wrong? And what can I fix? And it was a complete like just me problem. I never thought, never dawned on me that it could be my husband. Right. So I fixed my thyroid. I tried to manage my stress a little better. I was in a very busy corporate career, right. Where you're just like working nonstop. I tried to start just like focusing on what I can control. And the mind was a scary one because my mind was in a dark place. Cause I, I really didn't know if I could ever have kids. And so yeah. And then the only other thing that I want to add is one thing that I did religiously after my miscarriage is I actually stopped trying for three months and I went to acupuncture three times a week um, for three months. So put my husband on the regimen, upped, we kind of upped our supplement game as well um, and then did the acupuncture for three months. And then I have the funniest story about how I got pregnant again is we tried after three months right on time. And I was 41 at the time. So I thought to myself, there's no way I'm going to get pregnant again. But my sister was over for dinner one night and my period was a day late. So I thought to myself, it'll be fun to do a pregnancy test. Like, let's see what happens. So I take a pregnancy test. Is your husband there? Or it's just you and your sister. Uh, my husband was there too. Okay. Got it. And pregnancy test and it looks negative. So I throw it in the trash the next morning. My husband's cleaning out the trash in our bedroom and he's like, Roni, did you see this? It had two lines on it. I was pregnant. 
and I couldn't I literally threw it in the trash so quickly because I literally couldn't have imagined at the age of 41 to have gotten pregnant naturally yeah and and on the first try and there you go I love it so god I remember when we were trying I like never let my husband live this down but I remember before work one day, I was like, hey, I'm ovulating, so, like, we have to have sex before you go to work. And I'll never forget, he, like, lifted his head up on the pillow, and he was like, oh, and then, like, <laughs> laid back down to go to bed. Like, I was like, you will – I will never let you forget this. Like, you were, like, devastated that I was waking you up before work one day because it's such a – you know, it's just – it's a thing. When you're in it, you're, like, really in it when you're – you're trying to also things we learn like it tends to be we're all having kids later in life and it tends to turn into like a chore and something very stressful and very confusing if you're researching what to do to better your life and get pregnant easier and maybe more naturally and so why also we nail as creators like we wanted to help couples holistically mind and body to support them and maybe like take some of the stress out so that it can be back to like having fun i know i experienced the same thing as you yeah yeah, it's too funny. Um, okay, so I one thing I am confused about, I wasn't sure, you guys tell me, but like I was aware that sperm quality could impact your ability to conceive, but can it also impact your ability to like keep the baby? Like can the miscarriage can be partly on the male sperm as well? Is that what you're telling me? Absolutely. I think why we natal was born because we realized it basically is that fertility is not a women's health issue. We Natal was literally founded on the notion that we have to shift the gender paradigms because anyone who wants a baby to have a baby, the burden has to be shared holistically with both partners. 50% of the equation, which is men, also account for not just the miscarriage or pregnancy loss, but a healthy pregnancy and the health of their future child. So it is, you know, the whole deal. And we know that sperm impacts placenta health and placenta health is essentially like the lifeline of the pregnancy. So, so definitely. And, and I think we're also learning more and more about it. I think there is so much more research to be done on the impacts of sperm. But for instance, I had preeclampsia with my second and some researchers say that preeclampsia can be associated with sperm quality. And so, um, and, and, you know, a lot of it is, in a way, it's misleading because um, men, you, you hear men of men having um, you know, babies later in life, right? You yeah. have Pacino and Robert De Niro had babies this year. Um, so you kind of think like, okay, men, they don't have- We can do this forever. Yeah, we're the only ones with a biological clock. clock. But um, there's definitely research that shows that the older- you are as a man too, your sperm quality declines and that can impact the baby and the lifelong health of the baby. Yeah. But, but there's so much that you could do. And I will say to men, um, sperm has this regenerative process called um, spermatogenesis and it renews every 70 something days. And so every seven, it's a kind of like this continual process. So um, a man can have a completely different sperm today versus three months ago or in three months. Interesting. Um, how many kids do you guys have? Have you guys had babies? We each have two girls. So oh, no way. Ben and two and a half and mine's almost six and two. 
I love it. So the story ended well. So you guys did all this research. You changed some things, mostly supplementation. It sounds like were you guys pretty like healthy lifestyle wise, maybe aside from stress prior to conceiving or? Yeah, I was going to say like, we've been doing all the things, you know? Yeah, you're working for Dr. Mark Hyman. You're like on it. Yeah. Right. Like the clean and we can go into it. Right. But we're, we're already like obviously consuming. We're not consuming seed oils. We're using brands like Primal Kitchen. We're you we're already eating organic, all of the things. Um, so for us, like the the big thing that we did was mostly supplementation Interesting. and include our partners in it. Right. Like yeah. for the most part, we were taking prenatals. We didn't even really kind of consider their health. Did you guys have any like sperm count before and after or anything with the, were the men like along for the fertility journey or did you not have to get that far? We didn't have to get that far. Um, but when, before we launched WeNatal, we actually did a beta study with sperm um, where we took 10 couples and we gave them our prenatal um, and then tested their sperm before and then after taking it for three months. And, um, you know, with this wasn't like a clinical study and one day we do want to do a clinical study, but we did see a dramatic increase in sperm counts um, and all the sperm parameters for quality, right? The morphology, which is the shape, the motility, which is how fast they swim um, and the counts. So all of the nutrients in the prenatal are targeted towards those, those things. So let's talk about your prenatal and how it's different from other prenatals on the market then. Like, tell me about yeah. it. So um, from a high level, I would say the prenatals on the market, um, a, a research just came out um, on the fact that 90% of the prenatals on the market don't meet the, the, the nutrients that are necessary for pregnancy. So that's number one. Um, we natal for her, which is our women's prenatal, has 24 nutrients that are bioavailable and in the right dosages. And um, the, one of the most popular prenatals on the market actually only has 12. So, you know, when Vita and I got into this, um, we were so lucky to have an amazing team of researchers that helped really figure out which nutrients are needed, in what dose, in what form, because um, not all nutrient, not all ingredients are created equally, right? So like for instance, folic acid um, is one that's often talked about because doctors usually say like, just take anything with folic acid in it. But 40 to 50% of the population cannot metabolize folic acid if they have the MTHFR genetic mutation. So we use methylfolate in our formula so typically when we tell people like, this is how you read a nutrition level of label of a prenatal, make sure it has methylfolate, make sure there's no additional ingredients below the nutrition facts. So many uh, prenatals out there have colors, dyes, fillers, uh, preservatives, all this junk that you definitely, you're, you're not like, you, you, you don't want in your body. Yeah. Um, and then it's looking at the dosages. It's making sure that prenatal that your prenatal is third party tested and validated. So what that is is that's an outside agency that looks at your um, label claims and makes sure that if you're saying you're giving them 400 milligrams of choline, that's what they're getting. It looks at heavy metals. It looks at toxins, bacteria. So very important um, to make sure that um, that standard is out there. Yeah. And we look at the couple holistically, right? So we talked about the men's and women's prenatal. Um, 
but we also have a journal. And I think that is something that no one spoke to us about, but we realized because of the stressful nature of the journey, because there's so much research showing the mind-body connection and couples who can really, you know, prioritize gratitude versus, you know, most of us are in fight or flight on most days, your body can't prioritize conception in those situations. And so the journal is really created to like, give you a small gratitude practice, give you a few minutes a day where you can envision and manifest the family of your dreams. And that's, it was a very important to us to really treat the couples holistically. I love it. And when did you guys launch the company? Um, we launched in April, 2022. So we've been around for about a year and a half. Nice. And how's it going? How's the entrepreneurial journey? Oh my gosh. Well, as you know, um, there are so many ups and downs every day, but we are so grateful for this amazing community that we're building. Um, we're getting, you know, I, I would say like when we get the text messages, emails, DMs of people sending us pictures of their babies, of people saying like, you know, I've had um, X amount of years of infertility. I found your prenatal and functional medicine and here's my baby. Um, when we say, actually someone wrote in, you asked the question about the sperm. Someone wrote in the other day that her husband's sperm count doubled since taking weenatal. So when we hear that, it's just so gratifying. And, you know, I think it's just such an honor to be able to help support couples. And our men love being able to have a tangible way to contribute to the fertility journey and start co-parenting co from trimester zero, right? Like these men... I'm just like so proud of them because they're, I know they're going to be great dads because they're already like so focused on, um, you know, their children by, by investing in this time frame. Um, and you know, a lot of the recommendations beyond the supplement are not necessarily like the easiest thing to implement, but, um, a lot of them are doing it. We give free nutrition consults to all of our subscribers. And when we first launched, um, it was only the women that were doing the nutrition consults. Now we have couples doing them together. We have men doing them alone and, and we're seeing a shift in the narrative really like in such a short time, we're seeing the shift from the behavior of the community that we're creating, but also in the media more and more media is talking about sperm. They're talking more and more about what they could do. And actually companies are launching men's prenatal as prenatals as well. Um, and we love that because, you know, we're here to, to, to make a change in this fertility crisis that we talked about and we can't do it alone. Yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of shifting gears here, but I'm curious, like outside of WeNatal, what are you guys most excited about in health and wellness right now? For me, it's the technology that's coming and how we can increase and better know our own health. Like I think this year we're trying to practice what we preach as entrepreneurs, you're very busy and I have insane sleep issues. So like we both bought aura rings. We're starting to get so educated about our own bodies and things that we could do to help ourselves. I recently bought a Fitbit. Like I'm just in this quest for more knowledge, which knowledge is power and how we can optimize our health as busy moms, entrepreneurs, we're always on the go. And so the more we know about our body, the better we can help it. And I, I think, from oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just curious, like, if you found anything that's worked for the sleep stuff. I'm an aura ring. I'm obsessed with the aura ring. I just get woken up, like, multiple times a night by the kids still. So it's, like, sometimes then I can't go back to bed, and I'm just, like, always curious. I noticed I started taking yeah. Symbiotica's sleep, like, it's, like, a 
yeah. sublingual one. You and it helps me go back to bed faster. I feel like, but anyway, that's what you found on this. Yeah, a couple things. I've dabbled in all the sleep supplements. So Momentus has sleep packs. I've done the sprays. I've done ones that when I wake up, it was hard for me to go back to sleep. So yes, on what works. I think all of this is a take a grain of salt. It has to work for you. Yeah. I bought a weighted eye pillow. I bought a weighted blanket. Um, different things worked at different times. Sometimes you felt suffocated. The weighted eye pillow actually surprisingly really helped and it kept the room darker for me. Um, you know, I've tried manifestation. I've tried breathing techniques. I have literally dabbled in anything that can. And I'm actually amidst the sleep study right now to try to work with a sleep coach, but sleep is like the basis of your health and immunity and your fertility. And so I knew that if I can like crack the sleep thing, which has gotten better with all these little biohacking things, um, I'm much more like less foggy, much more present and much more able to like execute my day, not feeling so depleted. Yeah, for sure. All right, sleep study, like sleep apnea type stuff or like sleep study, like alternative stuff? No, just more like coaching and seeing the rhythms and yeah. seeing like best practices within my own rhythm. So they're going to look yeah. at my Fitbit data and kind of recommend for me, like what's working, what's not. And Fitbit over Aura Ring. I do both. Um, okay. But Fitbit also has incredible sleep features, which I didn't know. And then Ronit and I are trying to do a little step challenge. We're trying to get our movement in throughout the day. So we sit a lot on Zooms and meetings. And so again, being active and like remembering to do these things is, is huge. I love it. Thank you, Vita. Okay, Ronit, tell me. Um, for me, it's like what I, th I think about when I got into functional medicine, it was 15 years ago because I used to, you know, through CrossFit and I discovered Chris Kresser and back then, literally nobody knew what functional medicine was. Yeah. And I feel like now it's just um, with all the work that Dr. Hyman is doing, with the work that Parsley Health is, for instance, doing, um, I feel like there's just so many more people are understanding that this is the future of medicine and that, um, you know, getting to the root cause of what you have and not just slapping a, a, a prescription on whatever you have is the future. So I'm excited to see that just um, functional medicine is so much more mainstream. It's becoming, you know, more affordable, you know, various through different yeah. ways. And I'm very excited about that. Yeah, Dr. Hyman, is he like the founder of or invested in that function company that like does the blood work? Yeah, he's, I think he's a co-founder. Co-founder, yeah, that looks cool. It's like 500 bucks. I was just telling actually our VP of marketing, Anna, about it this morning because she was like, I need to get my hormones and like everything checked. And I was like, you should look at this. I'm obsessed with like quantified self-movement and data and testing everything, but it's a lot of, it's like 500 bucks a year. They You get two blood draws six months apart and it's pretty comprehensive. I mean, I was pretty impressed for that price i don't know casey means our mutual friend yeah swears yeah so she wanted she said it's amazing yeah i think i might get on that bandwagon too okay um who's inspiring you guys these days that's a great question i would say my kids you know i'd say kids are just so amazingly present and they're just like so um in the moment and so innately happy and they play and they have fun. And so I think my kids, um, 
are just every every and and you I too I'm woken up like a million times a night it's just like they're just sweetness just reminds you like what's important in life and kind of takes you away from like the day-to-day and the craziness and just like reminds me to be more present more focused prioritize having fun prioritize enjoying life and play I love it it's a good one I agree and also most recently I think it's my mom I think she takes on a lot for my household and my dad who's getting older and my sister um and literally just strong women. I think Ronit inspires me daily. She doesn't know, but she's a powerhouse. Um, and like all these keeping great community and keeping great women around you who like inspire you and work hard and make you want to do better and show up every day and not give up on some days I do want to give up. Um, but like knowing that everyone's going through it and everyone has challenges, but it's what you make of it. Um, and so community, my mom's a powerhouse, but so is, so is my, my bestie over here. I love it. Um, okay. What's the worst thing you guys have ever done for your own health? Like, were you always healthy? No, I mean, come on. Okay. I used to work. So I grew up in Israel and when I started to work at Nike, this is like literally the worst thing. And if my mom's listening, sorry, mom. Um, but you know, I used to be a social smoker back in the day. Um, I, and like a lot of people smoke in Israel. So when I worked at Nike, um, Nike is obviously like, they're all about fitness. And um, I would tell my like non-Nike friends, um, next to my Nike friends, I don't smoke. So, yeah. um, <laughs> um, but I did have this, um, when, when it stopped is I actually ran the Nike Women's Marathon. And that obviously very long experience. And I thought to myself like, why do you, why do you do that? Like you're doing all these things for your health. And then like, you're literally like taking in these toxins. And this was by the way, like, I mean, it was over 15 years ago. Um, and I stopped and not like once since then, but I would say that's probably like the worst thing. I love it. It's hilarious. I'm probably, so my mom was super always healthy, always research, you know, like she was ahead of her time and like always looking at like home cooked meals and what's best nutrient dense foods and all that. So I was never into like drinking, smoking area. I don't think I've ever touched a cigarette in my life, but for me, it's like that occasional cheat, right? Like the Doritos or the bad things. Like before I got into this world, I think it was like the unhealth, like the cravings we all have to like splurge and eat out and maybe eat richer. But now like once you adopt a healthier practice, that stuff actually doesn't even make you feel good anymore. So it's really empowering to like clean up your act and realize like that stuff is not serving you anymore. The other thing that's like not talked about, we all have it. Like I have exorbitant amounts of stress. Like I pretty much take it from my family, from work. Like I feel like those things weigh on me maybe more than other people can deflect. And so it's not talked about, but I think learning ways to manage stress is like almost, it's probably one of the most toxic things to your body, right? And most recently my health kind of fell apart because of stress. My hair was falling out. I wasn't sleeping. Um, I had severe brain fog. I just wasn't myself. And so that's when I kind of went even deeper into functional medicine and like took a break to really get my health back in order. And so that's something not talked about, but mental health and your stress levels, it all plays a huge role in yeah, your vitality. For sure. For sure. Okay. This is my last question. I ask everybody this, so you guys can just bear with me, but um, what is something most people don't know about you? 
besides that you were a closet smoker and <laughs> oh my gosh horrible no i smoked i sold shoes in high school at baker shoes at the mall and i like everyone would go take cigarette breaks and i remember i'd go and i would like have a cigarette and then i would feel like i was gonna pass out like i i you know couldn't handle it oh, I, probably, I didn't last that long in the job but i i get i get the social pressure i mean it existed where i'm almost 40 it kind of people used to smoke in bars in college like it was yeah you don't can't I, mean, I feel like in our lifetime, in our lifetime, Morgan, people used to smoke on airplanes. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So I mean, that is, imagine that. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so what's something most people don't know about you? I would say one thing most people don't know about me is that I was in the Israeli army. So I was in the army for two years and it was crazy and it was so hard um, and you know, the first three months I probably cried every single day, but then I decided to like make the most out of it. And it was probably the thing that allowed me, um, to have the discipline that I have now as an entrepreneur, um, just like go, go, go. And, um, I moved to Los Angeles on my own when I was 20 years old and like, bought a car off the recycler and I was just like very independent. And that independence I think came because I was in the army for two years. That's crazy. Is, isn't everyone in Israel, like, does everyone have to go into the army? It's mandatory. It's mandatory. Yeah. yeah. That's nuts. So yeah, I can't imagine. Is your family still in Israel? You're the only one in LA. I have some family in LA, some family in Israel. Um, so we're like split. Got it. Very cool. What an experience. Yeah. So, yeah, I think mine would just be that I think, you know, especially at work, and I'm like also a go-getter and pretty driven and feel like pretty, you know, uh, badass at times. But what most people don't know is that I'm actually recently in my health journey diagnosed with an HSP, so a highly sensitive person. And I am easily taking on others' emotions and stress and triggered much easier, even Roni didn't know until recently. But like... It is something that affects your daily life. And if people don't know, they can't really empathize or understand how you take on the world. And so I actually think talking about it, this is maybe the first time I'm actually like broadcasting it, but it is a different way of processing. Um, and I kind of never understood why I was so affected by certain, even like loud noises or just like crazy chaotic scenes. And I'm seeing it a little bit in my daughter as well, which is interesting, but yeah. Well, be thankful you had girls and not three toddler boys under five like I do, because I mean, I don't even know how to do it with three boys and then running a company and doing all the things. You're amazing. No, I, have lot, I have a lot of help. I have a lot of help. But anyway, okay, this was so great. Um, I love what you guys have done. It's so innovative and such a cool way of thinking about things. Tell everyone where they can find you guys. So wenatal.com is our website. We actually offer a free preconception guide that we worked on with our amazing advisory board from Mark to Kelly Levesque, Bridget Tigemeyer. We have an amazing team. Um, and that preconception guide is at wenatal.com slash guide. And on social media, we're at we underscore natal. And we also put out, we're like obsessed with this concept of preconception and the importance of nutrients for fertility, for pregnancy, and for postpartum. So many moms are super duper depleted and need to like replenish themselves. And so um, our blog, blog.wenatal.com, they can find information about literally anything and everything. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you joining us.
Thank you. Thank you.